Welcome back to the AM Take Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Marv, and we're two parts of this very awesome podcast. Join us as we explore a variety of topics every week. This week, we're taking a trip down memory lane and revisiting our social media slash instant messaging experiences. Yeah. So, how's it going, Marv? Pretty good. Uh, interesting topic for the week. Kind of nervous, kind of mm-hmm. excited. You know, uh, uh-huh. it's a few decades ago, so definitely interesting to see what uh, I can dig up and what you have to dig up. But I've kind of, I've kind of half <laughs> dreading this because I know there's going to be a lot of cringe-worthy what status updates, <laughs> away messages. Yes. <laughs> so before oh that, my goodness, I think you have some news to share. You guys are taking a vacation. Yes, yes, very, uh, I suppose you could say long-awaited vacation. Last vacation that we had was in 2019, before the pandemic, and that was in Europe. Oh, wow. Where did you guys go in Europe? We went to several countries. We went to France, and then we went to England, and then we went to Ukraine. Oh, was it a special occasion? Uh, It was for um, Jonathan's... Well, what's that word again? What what word? Gosh, I'm having a moment. My brain is <laughs> what word? <laughs> My niece, niece. Oh, Jonathan's niece. That was the word. Because <laughs> I don't know why that was the word. Oh, I, I for the... some reason I was stuck on auntie. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. She. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was Jonathan's niece baptism. Oh, yeah. Yes. And we went to Ukraine for her baptism. Oh, nice. And it was it was amazing. It was, you know, of course, it was before the whole Russian invasion thing and all that. Um, so we got to see... Well, this is before the pandemic too, right? Yeah, it was before the pandemic. So it was really fun. Um, I wouldn't do it again. The three oh. countries in less than two weeks, I, I would not do that again because we were just on the go 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 all the time it was not restful at all it was Uh we were tired man at some point we were staying at an inn in england and it was like i don't know man how many flights of stairs there was but there was no elevators and they knew that it was quite the cardio because every flight of stairs there was like messages of encouragement of like you're almost there don't give up what? <laughs> yes and like we were warned ahead of time too they were like oh let me help you with this and they took like our luggage and we we're like oh it's heavy they're like no you know what i'm used to this i've got like the biceps and all and so she's like trust me it's a bit of a workout and <laughs> she was not lying. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I was sweating uh, by the time I got to the top. So that definitely was an experience, then I guess. Uh yeah. It, it's really, really interesting. Um, I mean, I I don't know if I've gone into details about about my European trips. I mean, there were, we had flights being canceled. Uh, us waiting at the airport for I don't know, it's like nine, ten hours. What? of wait time Where, it was just because that <laughs> i think it was uh, charles de gaulle it was uh, in france oh wow and the reason being is this airline company canceled 
all of their flights. And so like there were multiple flights being canceled everywhere. And then the airport had to reschedule everybody. And it was just, I was told it was because of lack of staff. Wait, but this, the is, airline. this is before the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. What, this was, was this 2018? This was 2019. 20? Yeah. Oh, so, so that's interesting. Yeah, so imagine that. It was around August 2019. Mm-hmm. And we came back in September. And then pandemic started um, not long after. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, first vacation in in quite a while. We're going to New York City uh, the week of November 20th. We will be driving there. At first, we wanted to fly there, but then... driving there? (laughs) It's a long drive, isn't it? It's like eight hours drive. (laughs) Well, it's not just that. I mean, I guess, yeah, eight hours is a long drive as well, too. But um, it's New York City as well, too. That's kind of crazy. Well, okay, so we are... Going to New York City, but we're we rented an Airbnb in New Jersey. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Oh, but you'll have to drive through New New York City, which I guess driving through isn't so bad. I guess. Uh well, what we thought of doing was to take public transportation to New York City, mm. but I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know because I I was told that. Finding parking is nearly impossible. Oh yeah, in New yeah. York City, and even if you do, it's it, it's extremely expensive. Oh, so yeah. I think you guys are going doing the right thing by taking public transportation. But, right, um, it's gonna be interesting. Did you guys have an itinerary set up, or are you guys just gonna wing it and you know go with the flow when you get there? Um, that's what we're doing right now. Like before we go, we're just kind of trying to find places to uh, to visit. I've been asking around. Actually, I wanted to ask you, what are your recommendations? Recommendations for New York City? Yeah. Uh, I mean, first of all, I would be like, don't go. But uh, second of Why? all. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just seems so busy, especially for New Year's. Um, you know, Macy's Day Parade is uh, going on. It's going to be going what on. What is that? While you guys are there, right? Wait, wait, wait. What is oh, that? you don't know? No, what is that? Well, you can look it up. Oh, it's just, it's just like big parade. That's been going on for years. Uh, okay. I guess the whole century or so. Um, it's hosted by Macy's, which is a department store in the state. It's a clothing brand, Navy right? Canada. Yeah, yeah. Well, not brand, but clothing department store, I guess. You okay. Say. Um, but they hold this massive like parade. Is that for like a fashion show type of thing? No, no. It's just to celebrate American Thanksgiving. Oh. And um, it's kind of like a, a tradition where Thanksgiving Day... You know, while everyone's cooking and getting stuff ready, you put on the uh, the TV and everybody watches the floats oh. during the parade. And then, yeah, and that happens in New York City, I believe. Oh. And, um, but that don't happen on Thanksgiving Day. So, you know, before then, you guys would be able to go out and stuff. And even then, if you guys take public transportation, I doubt though. I mean, public transportation is still going to be going on as well, too. You guys may be able to, you know, check it out or see it in person, too. Who knows? Depending on what you guys decide to do. Okay, hold but, on. Um, it's, it's the Thursday, that, right? It's the Thursday, so that's the 24th. Yeah. yeah. We're actually leaving on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day. Oh, I thought you guys... We're leaving the 24th. Oh. Well, we are staying somewhere called Elizabeth Town. Or something like that. Oh, this is in New Jersey, though, right? I don't know, somewhere close by, up north a little bit. Is it north <laughs> of New York City or in Jersey? 
Yeah, it is. It is because yeah, because what we wanted to do was maybe stop by a town on our way back to Quebec, uh-huh. and then just like staying a a night there. Okay, the reason why we were doing this was because the our Airbnb that we rented, we wanted to rent until the twenty fifth, but that okay. was impossible. We I could see. only rent until the twenty fourth. So yeah, we just decided to stay at a random nearby town. On the way back. On the way back. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting when you guys choose to leave on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, oh shit, that'll be interesting. Shit, is it the traffic? And, and, oh my god, and, 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 I'm dreading the traffic now. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that that too, that too. So I was kind of surprised. And then you know, keep in mind the next day is Black Friday per our oh, episode last week. So no, yeah, of all. I don't think you guys, you guys will be fine. You <laughs> might just have to find a way around, but uh, maybe go to Pennsylvania or something like that. Uh, you, you know, know what? I was actually thinking about that, but then that's further down south. You should though. go to. That's like further go... away from home. Uh, it's, it's west, I guess. But you know, you can go to Philadelphia and check out the Black Friday stuff if they have any. Oh my and, god! You know, we live the actual Black Friday <laughs> history, but. Um, yeah, I mean it'd be interesting. You'll definitely see a lot of people for sure. Yeah. But I would I would also try to make time to go check out Central Park. It's yes. really cool. I've never had the chance to actually walk it through. I've driven through, I've walked past and uh never actually spent like any significant amount of time. But it's, it's huge, no? Like you need a Yeah, it's huge. It's a... huge too. So <laughs> hopefully you guys can have a chance to check it out as well too. Beyond yeah. that, maybe catch a show, a Broadway show, Broadway play whatnot okay that's always nice as well too uh usually they have discount the day of but you usually have to be on site at the box office you know things like right. that right Un- unless you want to pay ahead of time but mm. completely up to you guys mm-hmm. but yeah there's gonna be a lot to do in um new york city mm. last time i was there was a long time ago yeah. probably 20 2008 and we just hung out in koreatown and okay. Yeah, it was this one time. Was there something that you tried? There's a lot to do. In terms of food that you absolutely loved and recommend? My time in New York City was uh, interesting. Um, There's a lot of drinking involved. (laughs) 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 That was the first time I tried uh, flavored soju. And um, yeah, we tried a lot of that. So that's what I remember the most. (laughs) Beyond that, you don't remember anything. I actually don't, and <laughs> and considering that this week is, uh, you know that 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 is pretty vel- relevant to this week's topic because I actually passed out in New York City. Oh and wow! We were at a Korean barbecue, and my friend he was feeding me while I was passed out at the <laughs> at the table. Oh, no. You know, and there's a picture. There's a picture on my Facebook that oh, wow. shows him feeding me <laughs> while I'm like clearly asleep Intoxicated. you know my head tilted backwards <laughs> yeah and so that uh oh i don't remember goodness. the food but i remember the drinks though for sure but you know that's that was a long time ago so that was 2008 wow yeah, so. that was wild yeah it was it was an interesting time we did go up to the empire state building oh, okay. at night and it was it was really pretty okay, okay and um yeah we went out and then Ended up at somebody's apartment that I don't remember. And wait, left. <laughs> wait, you and... ended up in the street <laughs> at a stranger's apartment. Holy cow! 
Okay. Yeah, it was it was the whole thing. Wow. But it was fun times. Interesting. Fun time. and, and I'm here in one piece, so we're, we're so good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, some relevance to our topic this week. But yeah. there's a lot to do. I think you guys will find time to, you know, just... Uh, yeah, for sure. Do whatever. And yeah. if you guys go in with an itinerary, keep it open too, just in case uh, things go on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be a lot going on that, during that week as well. Mm-hmm. Too, so. so on to the main topic. Yeah, talking about social media platforms. I wanted to do a deep dive into like kind of just uh, reminiscing, I guess, Uh, about the various social media platforms that we used or that we didn't use. mm -hmm. And so why don't don't you start us off with uh, what was your experience? I mean... Do we count chat rooms as social media like platforms or even like instant messengers and stuff like that? Because, you know, I know when we talked about this topic, we were discussing like the difference mm-hmm. or what, what those two right. might be. But that's probably the closest approximation I can I can get to it. I mean, yeah, the I guess I mean, I, I feel like I feel like back in the day, there was more of a clear distinction between the two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But nowadays, I, I feel like it's all meshed together. Oh, yeah, of um, course. Every platform has their own messaging service. Yeah. I think the true definition of a social media platform is something that, you know, you can put public-facing information on there. Mm-hmm. You can point people to that this web page or this site or this profile is you. Mm-hmm. You own it. You uh, control the information on it, whether or not people see this or that. And, I mean, obviously, we are, we obviously don't own the information on there because we essentially are the product. So mm-hmm. we give up the right for them to utilize our information in regards to the algorithm data that that things of that nature but yeah social media platform i think evolved from i guess i i would say it evolved from like instant messaging programs mm-hmm. or chat rooms like that yeah. or even forums yeah. like that because i mean those had different i guess parts of what we see as a social media platform today mm-hmm. you have ways to decorate or personalize your profile right. profile picture mm-hmm. uh maybe you know ways to dm people or to instant message people mm-hmm. um for those who don't know dm is a direct message basically instead of posting a, a public message you send them a private message and things like that and so with that in mind uh i'd say the first things that i dealt with was aol chat room mm-hmm. obviously our first foray into the internet was way back in the nine late 90s probably and aol was a thing mm-hmm. you know 500 free hours on a floppy disk or a CD-ROM drive. Wait, 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 wait. Explain, like, explain, yeah. explain that to me because I've never used it before. I think it's uh, it's uh, oh, America only. Do you know dial-up internet? I mean, I know dial-up you know internet, internet and it was like, <laughs> yo, it took forever to load a picture. So how did you... Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, how did so, you... So yeah. AOL was a... Um, so the internet was a thing, but AOL was its own like ecosystem, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, the closest thing I can probably compare it to is like, did you participate in Neopets? I did. I did. Okay. So you know how you log into Neopets and then you have like all these different spaces you can go to, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So AOL was like that. And it was its own like gateway to quote unquote the internet, but it was all like curated stuff that American Online put together. Okay. When you logged in, you introduced with a, a homepage. But it was curated by AOL, and so they would have like news, 
you know, media, okay. pictures, uh, you know, movies, things like that. And you can click on it. But you didn't use a browser. You use AOL's internal browser or not. Oh. Eventually, they, they, yeah. So they, they made it look like it was its own ecosystem. Okay. Um, but in, in actuality, it was just like a front end to the internet. It was just a gateway this to the internet. This kind of reminds me of like uh, Yahoo. Uh, yeah, in the early days. But, um, AOL like had its own program for it. Okay. Like you didn't just use a browser with Yahoo. Yahoo was just a search engine where it had a bunch of, um, right. Know, but there was news and gateway. games, and you could yeah. I think chat and and that was well, that was access point. to a browser. But with AOL, it was they had their own program. Okay. And within their own program, they had their own like chat rooms, their own chat protocols that you couldn't join unless you were part of AOL. Okay. Uh, you logged in through AOL. So how much did it cost to actually buy an AOL membership or whatever? Subscription? Yeah. Yeah. So it was basically they were selling internet essentially. So if you subscribe to the internet, then um initially they charge per hour. Okay. I don't know how much it was because we never signed up for AOL. Okay. Um the pay version. We would always like rack up Ooh. the free trials and stuff because they they always you know when you went to a store or sometimes you get in the mail you get these floppy disks or cd-rom that would say like 400 free hours of aol Uh or like 500 or 1000 or what have you and you would just install and set up a new account and we would just recycle because there was like it was me my mom and like Uh five of us total so we would just recycle our information okay and so you would just constantly sign up for these free hours and just use it up and then once it's done you use another floppy disk or you use another cd-rom drive that you got and then get another 500 free hours basically so i don't know how much it costs so would you be like chatting with random strangers or would it be with people that you know oh for me yeah it was always strangers oh okay i didn't know anybody yeah, that in that in that regard, it was social media platform where you can talk to people, but it was mostly strangers. Right. And um, people did have profiles, I guess, not really, because it was mainly text based. Right. And then um, from that part, it transitioned over to instant right, messenger, right, right. AOL instant messenger, because they broke, they it became so popular they broke it off from the AOL program and made it mm. its own thing. And with that aspect, that's when I started like having friends on there and friends from school mm-hmm. and other social spaces, church or what have you. And um, we would add each other on, mm-hmm. on AIM, which is in AOL Instant Messenger for those who never used it. And obviously from there, it transitioned to, I never really used MSN much, which is oh, Microsoft I did. Um, <laughs> Messenger. Yeah. Yeah, I know you did, but for me, like AIM was where it was at, and um, that's where we met people and right. I was socialized, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then from there, like I said, to MSN Messenger, and that was only a little bit. It mm-hmm. wasn't, I wasn't very active on that aspect. Oh my God. And then <laughs> in 2003, I believe MySpace came on board, and mm-hmm. I believe that was one of the very first like true social media platforms that went national yeah i think so uh, in the states anyway and yeah i had a myspace account as well yeah and we were all friends with tom, tom. Yes. and um <laughs> and we all had our top eight friends you know yes. and we had to make sure that people weren't pissed off because they weren't on there and things like that yeah so that was the next one and then for me i don't know if you know but there was another social media platform that was pretty popular i guess i don't know if it was popular but 
it seemed like it was popular at the time. Uh-huh. It was called Asian Avenue. Don't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably don't know that. But uh, Asian Avenue was. I guess this... it's like exclusive to Asians. It, it, Did you have to prove that you were Asian? No, no, you didn't. <laughs> but that was it. It was targeted though. It was targeted towards Asian um, ethnicity right. users and stuff. And it was kind of like MySpace. You know, you had your own. Mm-hmm. web page and you can customize it put music on it change html do css you know change the style oh, yeah. of it yeah i do remember doing that from myspace oh yeah. yeah exactly and so it was it was uh it was more customizable actually than myspace mm-hmm. with myspace i remember mm-hmm. you had to like you had to have certain workarounds to be able to like change the whole complete site yeah. essentially what you did was you put a giant white background over everything and then from there you created the page you wanted and but the, you know it, people had templates yeah layouts yeah i was gonna stuff. say people had templates and yeah. uh, you just had to copy yeah. paste yeah the HTML yeah code. of course you copy and paste and then <laughs> and then you hope that it looked as good as the original one you, right, you found right. or yeah. uh you hope the code didn't break but asian avenue was there and that was where i had a lot of where a lot of my mom friends were and mm. that's where we congregate i guess but i was still going between myspace and there as well too mm-hmm. and it wasn't long until asian avenue eventually shut down i don't know why or anything like that but mm. um obviously it's probably lack of users or Maybe. you know because the exclusion aspect of it or people didn't feel like anybody could use it. but i i remember that it wasn't excluding people but anyone could have used it it was just that fact that it was called asian avenue okay and it was targeted towards asians but anybody could have signed up for it because i had hispanic friends who signed up who were on asian avenue oh, as well okay. too and that was interesting it was good to keep up with people especially those who were not in the same location as you mm-hmm. people who moved away things like that so essentially the same as myspace mm-hmm. but targeted towards a different audience right. and then from there once i went to college Obviously, Facebook, Facebook, you know, I had a college email. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually sign up for Facebook until like 2007. I I knew of it from like 2005 or so. Mm -hmm. And I remember like you need, I remember for sure that it started in Harvard and yeah, um, or was it Harvard or Yale? One of the New England schools. Yeah, I remember needing a school uh, email. Yeah, yeah. Creative yeah, for sure, like account. a college email. And I didn't have one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I, I mean, see. I didn't have one because I was in high school, so they didn't. Yeah, I forget. I forget how I young know. you are, but um, <laughs> yeah, so it was interesting to have a college email. And, it, and I remember specifically requesting a college email. And so yeah. you had to get it authorized, or well, not authorized, verified, and things like that. And right, right, um, like you needed very... to have friends to verify you. It was like yeah, very uh, yeah. exclusive. And that was fun. Uh, I I had a Facebook up until about two years ago, and um, I did download all my data. And yeah, we'll get to that part. But the beginning of Facebook was very uh, interesting. Um, it was. You know, you'd go to class and you meet people, and you'd exchange phone numbers if you didn't want to exchange phone numbers you exchange facebook profiles mm-hmm. and you would add people i mean poking was a big thing it was before you added someone you poked them <laughs> yeah and you poked them and see if they return the favor they did they might add you or you might add them you know just to it was now that i think about it, it was cringe, it's <laughs> ridiculous i was like, gonna say you'd <laughs> you'd have these poking wars that you go back yeah, and forth yeah, yeah. and if you forgot to poke somebody and they'd be like 
what happened? You know, right. did you forget about it's, me? It's just like, no, it's not that big of a deal, but it was. <laughs> and it just now that, you know, you're all grown up, it just seems mm-hmm. like such, mm-hmm. such, oh, uh, God, petty stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, and from there, I went on to Instagram. Obviously, Instagram is a part of Facebook now. Yeah. But it was a very different uh, scene then. Uh, strictly about pictures and um, that way, you know, it had its own separate, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, concept versus Facebook or MySpace or any of the other ones because it was originally, you know, mm-hmm. a, a place to post pictures and what you did on, on the daily, such as, I guess, when you eat nice food, you put a picture. Or mm-hmm. when you, I remember when I first got Instagram, I saw people putting pictures of food. And I was like, why are people taking pictures of food? So I, <laughs> me being a dumbass I am, I started taking pictures of me eating like McDonald's. I'm like, oh my God, look at this McChicken <laughs> with uh, mustard and pickles, you know, <laughs> things like that. And so it wasn't i guess it wasn't fashionable to post stuff like that but i did anyway i mean even to this day people take pictures and food and things like that which yeah. is cool yeah and stuff like that but all it does is make me hungry and like makes me sad that i can't have the same food but <laughs> i mean that's what you do when you gotta chase clout you know yeah. you gotta make people feel bad about not being able to eat the same kind of food so mm. um i mean unless you're yeah. like a food blogger or something like that true true and it's nice to see mm-hmm. what people are eating because you know sometimes i I if I'm in the location, I would like to know what they had or yeah. if it was good. Yeah. And it's kind of like I guess it's kind of a review, but nobody ever reviews anything. They just post pictures, and I don't know if they liked it or not. It looks right, good, right. so I'm assuming it's good. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't put it right. No yeah. one would lie on the internet, but yeah. you never know. But that's basically a truncated history of my uh, social media platforms mm-hmm. that I use mm-hmm. and dealt with. I guess aside from. I guess, do we count video games as social media I was going to say. But that's a whole different topic. Yeah, I was going to say a, a big part of my quote-unquote social media or instant messaging type of communication was through MMORPG or uh, or not MMORPG, but just like multiplayers mm-hmm. uh, type of games. Yeah. And then I would add them to on, on MSN. Oh, how nice. And... <laughs> I've I'm just I've come to know a few people. Yeah, through, I get it, yeah. yeah, yeah, like locals, and then like I would be so surprised, like, hey, what? You're in the same city as I am, and it would always be quite awkward meeting them in person. Oh and yeah, yeah, it was it's just weird. So aside for that, uh, I did the whole Neopets thing. I have to say, I very much like these social media platforms that you could actually play games. Oh gosh. Um, in in them. <laughs> More like because, Club Penguin you know, and unlike, Neopets. Well, I never did the Club Penguin thing, but I know you haven't done the Neopets thing. But you know, you had your own currency. Like Neopets had their own currency. My sister <laughs> was so involved in Neopets. She she was she yeah. was making like graphics for people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. gifs and things like that for people. I know she was super involved in that. Space, right. Yeah. Sure. And similarly, I participate, I guess, or there was this thing called IMVU. Wow. And it was this social hub where you have an avatar and it's it was mainly focused around avatar fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so you had in-game currency or that website currency and you could spend that currency on buying clothes 
for your avatar. And some of them is free. Some of them cost money, which is how they make money, right? Like you, you purchase mm -hmm. credit. But as a member, you can also pay a certain fee, like a creator fee or something like that. And you can create your own fashion. And then you could put it up for sale and then actually get paid for that. What? And so that was that was a cool thing. Like in in real money. Yeah. Or in game currency. Well, uh, in I think in real money. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Did you uh participate in this money making adventure? No, because I was too young, but oh. <laughs> I did get gifted at some point like a trial. Mm -hmm. Um so I think it was like a, a month trial. I see. And where I could create my own avatar clothes. And I tried. It is much more difficult than I thought it would be because you're working in 3D because, like, the avatar is kind of 3D. And so, like, the clothing items is not, you know, for a simple hoodie, hoodie. Uh, you put a pattern on it. You have to kind of think about it wraps around and then, like, the shapes and everything. So um, that wasn't for me. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more simple than that. But, yeah, no. Um that didn't last long. And then after that, what happened? Facebook happened. Mm. And then before Facebook, MySpace, uh, there was something called High Five as well. Oh, and it was, yeah. Do you remember I that? I heard about that. I, I, <laughs> I didn't hear about that until late. Like, right. I, I didn't know what it was until somebody <laughs> so mentioned it. it was, oh, what is it that? It was a kind of like myspace it was really like myspace and i had a lot of high school friends that i added on high five uh, and then i forgot I about that account and then years later i would say like maybe a year ago wait a year ago 2021 yeah, yeah yeah i had this stupid ass random notification about high five and i'm like huh oh that thing is still wait, active how did you get a notification because of my email wait wait Wait, but you haven't checked in years. I know, which is why. What was the so notification about? You know what? I don't even remember. Maybe it was oh. about like closing my account or something like that. Oh, wow! And so hey. I got, I got curious, and I logged into my account. Oh, Apparently, I still remember my password. Um, so I logged it, and it completely changed because people are just treating it like a Tinder. <laughs> now <laughs> oh wow interesting it is so stupid and i just deactivated my account and then after that at some point i moved on to skype and i feel like facebook messenger after it was created completely wrecked skype and a lot of instant messaging platforms now did you did you use skype how did you get onto Skype? Was that through MMOs as well too, or because mm. I know a lot of people got onto MMO, or got to Skype through MMOs or online. Yeah, game. I th I think it was yeah because I think that the calls through MSN wasn't stable enough. Yeah. So then I had to like go on Skype for gaming. Mm. Yeah. Did you use like Ventrilo or Teamspeak at all? The other no. voice messaging. No. Program? I see. Yeah. I know those are big for like voice messaging. Right. Those were actually only for voice messaging. Mm -hmm. Or voice chat, I guess you could say, not voice messaging. Right. And then I haven't used Skype in a very long time because after I've discovered Discord, it's just so much better than Skype. Wait, you use Skype all the way up to Discord? Yeah. 
Wow, you're dedicated. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah, and That's I've hilarious. discovered Discord. Uh jeez, when did I discover Discord? Oh wait, what am I talking about? I was, just, I was the same way. I remember that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I never see. used that, but I remember people <laughs> transitioning from Skype to Discord. Yeah. Oh man, it's been a long time. I feel like it's hasn't been that long that I've discovered Discord, to be honest. True. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then Discord is its whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it can be huge, it can be small, because it can be just instant messaging with some friends that you know, but also like let's say if you join a big server, mm-hmm. right? Then the server itself becomes its own bubble of social media. That's true, um, and, and yeah, filled with their own history and things like that. Well, yeah, for sure. Right, right, and like I myself have created a server before and i mean the server is still up mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun um but yeah so that's kind of like my resume if if you will <laughs> of social media platforms that i've used <laughs> but i i know of twitter and i've never been a fan of it snapchat as well i've never been a fan of it i just didn't understand the concept of messaging i I don't know like you post something and it gets erased (laughs) oh and then twitter as well right like you're only limited to how many characters i don't know but not a lot yeah so then like it forces you to only post status like imagine the early facebook status updates and then that's exactly why though right yeah but it's so stupid but that's true but wasn't wasn't that one of the core aspects of like Facebook in the beginning? It was. Like, it asked you how, what, you know, how are you doing today? Yeah, or how you're feeling. Yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah, and that was like one of the big things. And then you know, yeah, if people engage with you, then people would comment. If they weren't, then you would just have nobody comment on your statuses, which is kind of sad, but yeah. you know, kind of hilarious at the same time. <laughs> how much we uh, crave attention, right? But with that said, let's go into our first five posts of facebook oh god so amy (laughs) would you like to start this by letting us know what your first five posts in facebook was when you first joined right so it was june 30 2008 my first post was about this my celebrity lookalikes and there was like a link and i suppose it was taking my profile picture Mm -hmm. and I don't know, the algorithm trying to find celebrity lookalikes. I, you know what? I, I think it was a friend of mine tagging me and then just saying like, hey, if you've been tagged, you have to do this. And of course, I obliged. Chain letters. <laughs> they never went away. They just evolved. Yeah. Remember those? Remember God. those like in the emails? Yeah. And then they're like, if you don't forward this, then you're going to have bad luck for the next three oh, years God. or something like that. That's never gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> they don't exist anymore, do they? Cause, like it's just—I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Somebody's probably gonna send us a chain letter. Yeah, and then in September two thousand eight, I guess I had a throat infection or a cold because my status was Amy's throat hurts. <laughs> Wait, when when was your second post ever? Uh, September two thousand eight. So that's. Three months in between, then. Wow. Yeah, that's three months in between. Like I wasn't that active because oh. I oh, God. 
Fun fact, I was stubborn about Facebook. I didn't want to make oh. one. I really did not want to make one. And it was just all my friends. I remember, oh yeah, I remember it was like when I joined Facebook, I, I don't remember who, but I do remember a friend of mine's like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then January 2009, Amy is getting used to contact lenses again. Wow. Thanks <laughs> so for letting mundane. us know. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is so cringeworthy. Um, and then February 2009. Oh, see? The, the, the increments in between mm, is getting yeah, shorter see, and shorter. Yeah. <laughs> February 2009 is 25 random things about me. <laughs> I think it got tagged really again. Wow. <laughs> and then April 2009 is a song title, a Japanese song title. Mm. It's, it's, it? with, it's titled Hokiboshi, which okay. is, um, I think it was from an anime opening. No, I don't. <laughs> I probably will <laughs> remember if up. I hear it again. Oh, gosh, for real. <laughs> no, we don't have to. <laughs> we don't want to subject people. <laughs> But we got oh, the title gosh. name, so you guys can check it out and let us know how it is. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. why do you think you posted that that day? I was listening to it. Oh, okay. I so guess. just let people know what you were listening to. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> now we got Spotify doing that for us automatically, so we don't yeah, have to. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. But what about you? That's interesting. Wow. So It's your time to be embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I think I joined... Facebook a little bit earlier, probably 2006, I think, 2007. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do anything with it, I think. But more than likely, I joined it and posted the same day. Mm -hmm. All right. So my first post, and it was February 12, 2007, mm -hmm. and it was at 1.13 p.m. Mm -hmm. And it says, I can't believe I'm doing this. And so, obviously, <laughs> I was I was reluctant to sign up for Facebook, and I did as well. And then mm. I joined, and then... Uh, I was like, oh, hey, you know, everyone's updating their status, so let's mm -hmm. update. So February 12th, 2007, at 8.13 p.m., I let everyone know that I was trying to type an essay with the sad face on there. <laughs> Do you remember and what, then, what, what essay it was? I don't remember. I was an English major and trying to trying to write, I guess. I don't I don't recall. Probably a homework assignment or something like that. And then mm -hmm. at the same time, the same day, mm -hmm. the number three post is on the same day, and it says... Uh, Still, all caps, trying to type an essay in sad face. And <laughs> that was at 11.48 p.m. on the same day, February You know 12, what this is, though? So my first <laughs> three posts, what? This is proof of procrastination. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Like, procrastination in my my status updates were friends. Mm -hmm. And because that's where I turned to when I procrastinated. Right. Like, I wanted the whole, I, apparently I wanted the whole world to know I was procrastinating. I was so cool and I'm a procrastinator <laughs> and then the number the fourth post was february 15th mm -hmm. and that was at 11 a.m and my status was trying to put together another presentation and i don't know why i guess i wanted to let people know i was doing something okay and then the next post was oh gosh this is so cringy <laughs> ah, was february 17 2007 1 18 a.m and my status update was conversing with insomnia. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Yeah, my god, right? Oh my god, I can't believe you wrote that. Oh my god, it's so cringeworthy. 
Oh, I man. feel for you. I'm so edgy. I'm so edgy. <laughs> so hipster. But I, I did, I did, I did remember it was a number, a good number of people commented, and so mm. I did have, I did, you know, talk with people who were up as well too. You know, right. being college, so um, mm-hmm. I wasn't the only friends. one who was up. So mm-hmm. yeah, they must have so, been like um, so, so, <laughs> working on something. Yeah, me too. No, they weren't like that. They were like, go to sleep. My oh. friends were not like that. They weren't. They were not like, oh, you, you know, are you okay? No, it's like go to sleep. Why? What are you doing up? You know, stuff like it's that. Like, My takes one to no one. You're not. I don't yeah, see exactly, you sleeping. You know? <laughs> so, and you know, honestly, at the same time, I probably wasn't really doing any of this. I was probably playing World of Warcraft more likely anyway, and just uh, trying to seem studious or something of that nature, I guess. Mm. But. Yeah, my status updates are full of cringe, edgy posts and it, from the from really, the from the likes of it, it seems like you were quite active. Because I mean, they were all on February twelfth. Oh, I 15th. was I was quite active in the I was quite yeah I was quite active in the beginning. Yeah, and then um, it just became really. I, I didn't have time to update my statuses all the time. Mm-hmm. But I did participate in regards to like writing notes or like commenting on people's posts and posting pictures and things like that as well too. Mm-hmm. And I did enjoy it because it was a way to keep in touch with people that you couldn't always see in person. Right. And um my time in college is I had a great time, you know, and so a part of it I have to say was attributed to Facebook because I did meet a lot of cool people that do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you meet people at parties, just add them on Facebook right, and then right. you see what they're doing and then you message them and then you meet up with people and so it was it was a it was a way to keep track of people. Yeah. Um not keep track of people but keep in touch yeah, with yeah. people. Not just through the phone like if you didn't have somebody's phone number but you had their Facebook, mm-hmm. things like that. It was an easy way to get in touch with people and to find out if there was anything going on, parties mm-hmm. going on, or things like that. So, and at the same time, it was a way to be edgy and let people know your feelings about things through your status updates. You know, <laughs> so some of these are so sad. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> trying to be cool, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, so those are my five, uh, my the first five posts I have for my Facebook. And Do you ever get like yeah. random messages from like complete strangers who are weird? Why do you assume they're weird just because they message you? Goodness gracious! I mean, it depends on the no, message, I never the did. content of the message. I I'm trying to recall. I don't have Facebook now, so I don't remember. But um, I think so but i always took it in stride i was never immediately put on the defensive mm. because i always assumed that if someone was reaching out to me they were they knew me or who who my friends were or something like that because you know i was i was very particular about my my privacy my privacy settings i guess mm-hmm. you could say yeah. and so uh one big thing i do was i left it open for friends of friends because right. obviously someone's gonna message me or send me a friend request like then they know me through somebody or they know somebody i know yeah or we have a mutual friend so that was initial like uh yeah. fence that they had to ha- jump over to get to i uh, so i yeah, yeah I-, I was gonna say i have that setting as well like friends of friends but i don't know what it is or i don't know what i have to do to make it stop uh once in the blue moon i will get a random message from a random dude either in china or <laughs> 
Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't understand though, like how how they get through. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, I would have, I would double check your privacy settings. Maybe your profile set to public. Maybe it's set to be able to be. Uh, searched by a search engine. I know there was a, there's a setting now that you can prevent oh. search engines from showing your name yeah. or your profile when they search your, your name. So that might be one of the things. Okay. But I, yeah, I think from my from a woman's perspective, uh, they get more unsolicited messages and things like that. You know, especially if um, so, well, the profile is set up private. <laughs> the uh, worst part is I don't even understand that. them because like they send it's they're trying to speak to me in Chinese. I like I don't, I'm not. Oh, I'm not literate. Right? Like I can speak it and I can uh, uh. and all that, but like I, I'm not literate. Um. So yeah, that's. Weird. So do you respond? No. Oh, okay. I think no. you respond in English or like something else and be like and see what they respond. Oh no, to. I, I don't even. Be. You would. <laughs> you would respond. So speaking of unsolicited messages, I get <laughs> random text messages. Yeah, and and I know I know people have been getting this, you know, people have been getting this, especially guys. I've, uh, you know, my guy friends, mm-hmm. and um, it was somebody. It's always somebody who would message you, but and give you. And to, just to let everyone out there know, this is a scam, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they they message you, but they message you a message that oh god, they message you a message. They message you a message intended for somebody else, mm-hmm. but it goes to you, and then you obviously your response is if you're a genuinely normal person would be oh hey sorry wrong phone number yeah and then um, yeah it would be something along the lines of like hey are we are we still good for friday something like that right yeah yeah and then um they would respond back oh i'm sorry and they were like you seem like a cool person can we can we continue the conversation or something like that? Mm. and if you do you find out that this person will eventually say something like Oh, my name is so and so. It seems like this is destiny that we've met, mm-hmm. and like they'll send a picture at some uh, point. It's so dumb. <laughs> they'll send a picture at that yeah, point. Yeah, and uh, it's always it's always you know some uh, attractive young woman, and and then obviously it goes from there where they obviously will eventually try to get to know you and try to get you to invest in crypto mm-hmm. cryptocurrency, and it'll obviously be a scam and things like that. But they try to pull on your heartstrings. They try to establish some sort of relationship with you mm-hmm. and it's all it's all farce it's all a scam but um yeah so i've got a bunch of those and it's funny because i try to lead them on mm. and one time some lady said that and i'm like i'm like oh i don't have any money can you help me do this and oh that my God. and she's like what do you mean you don't have any money and like i just kept egging her on and you know i was like i thought you loved me and <laughs> I thought we were meant to be. I thought this is fate that we met. You know, oh, what happened? What? And things like that. And then they would just stop responding. But I remember, yeah, when I first got... The, when I got my first one, I was super naive. I'm like... Oh, you believed uh, it. Until I got the picture. Yeah, when I got the picture, I realized it was fake. Because I'm like, okay, this is obviously super... Fo- not Photoshop, but like... Her makeup was really like right. airbrushed. So she took a picture, obviously, and then she airbrushed over it. I'm mm. like, okay, this is a this is a scam. And then that's when I turn the script on that and so yeah occasionally i get that and it's just sad mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people have fallen for it as well too yeah. but um that's just one of those things where you shouldn't really respond to any unsolicited messages unless you're trying to mess with them yeah which i totally get your point as well mm-hmm. 
see, this is why the previous generation, like our, our parents, warn us about stranger danger on the internet. Oh, yeah, but at the same time, yeah, they're so susceptible to like fake news. That's well, true. You know, that fake is news, so fake messages true. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. The other day, my dad messaged the, the family group chat and he's like, Chuck Norris died. I'm like, what? <laughs> Chuck Norris did not no, die. No, And so I did, a, I did a quick Google search. My sister already responded. She's like, dad, he's not dead. And my dad's like, look on Google. <laughs> I'm like, no, dad. <laughs> I know he got an email or something that said Chuck Norris Wait, I got a better one for he... you. I got, a better... <laughs> I got a better one for you. Oh, gosh. So my mom's like, at some point, she's like, oh, did you know that a, a huge tornado went through ontario and then it was just there were so many deaths i'm like what no i didn't hear that on the news where, where does this come from and i'm like i'm trying to look up online articles right and i couldn't find anything i'm like where does it come from she's like here i'll show you and it was <laughs> they, okay my mom uses something called an app called wechat okay and it's yeah. very popular amongst chinese people mm -hmm. and she has this group of friends of her age and they sent something like a like a video, and it was saying how um it was a tornado to pass through Ontario, and then so she clicks on it, shows me the video. <laughs> was, was it like a sci-fi video, CGI and stuff, or? Yes. Oh my god! So, really? So wait, 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 wait! Hold on. So like, first of all, first of all, there was suspense music. <laughs> <laughs> so like and then you know the actors are like hurry hurry and then there you see the tornadoes and all that and then like the camera oh my god the camera angles right at one point there was like a shot of the wheels turning of the car <laughs> what <laughs> it's like it's like a low shot right like it was a shot of the distance so, like so clearly it was a cinematic shooting the tornado shot. approaching yeah yeah it was a cinematic shots <laughs> just started laughing <laughs> she she thought it was real. Oh my goodness. Oh man, oh. that's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah. man. And then at some point she was telling me how like, oh they found a mermaid on the shore. Oh no, I remember that. <laughs> yes. I remember that. <laughs> and that there was, was a, a picture ago. of like, <laughs> Oh god. Like, mom, 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 mom. It's a movie prop. It's a come on. <laughs> Oh man. That's uh, crazy. Good times. Good times. It, it is entertaining. So, yeah, with that said, and you know, we've had good times and bad times with social media as well, too, as you can see. Um, mm -hmm. Lots of fake news nowadays and propagation of news articles that may or may not be correct mm -hmm. or, you know, actual factual information, things like that. So, right. um, Amy, where do you think social media is heading in the future? Honestly, I think that it is. A social media boom like it's it, it's incredible how like we thought that back in the day you know back 10 years ago that social media was at its peak -uh. it is growing and growing and growing and um it's just a content creator economy honestly it's on the rise and social media it's it, social media platforms is not only for ads, but, you know, like people document their processes. Um, there's fan clubs and they they also use it for clientele research. Like I know a lot of content creators would ask their fans, uh, what do you want? Or uh, should I make this or should I make that? Um, they make 
tutorials. They at some point launched their own brand, their merch, their company. They build an empire. They have so much money that they can、um, hire employees, and it's just incredible. And honestly, I feel like the social media kings and queens, like the really popular ones, it really is like a Hollywood two point oh. I I'd have to say, because it's like fame and celebrity, and yeah, I was going to say that you know at least these artists they don't have to be、uh, monopolized by talent companies, but um. Especially in Korea, I think that there's a lot of talent companies that focus on acquiring talent for、uh, social media, right? Like、mm-hmm. they have this huge building, and then they have like booth or not booth, but like rooms,、mm-hmm. and then they rent it out to. Well, if they if they acquire like talents, they manage them, and then they get a certain percentage cut, and it's very similar to like traditional.、Um, Talent management companies, I would say. I see. But、uh, yeah, so where is it headed?、Um, you know what? I've been saying this a couple of years ago, but have you noticed how、um, celebrities are very involved in the political world?、Mm-hmm. You know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, he, he and he was Donald Trump. And <laughs> well, I mean, both of them are were politics. Were politicians in general, yeah. Yeah, 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 and like even Leonardo DiCaprio was at some point giving out speeches.、Um, what was it? Not UNICEF, but the something else. It was a really good speech,、mm-hmm. but it was about climate change. But anyway, it's. I feel like they could be headed there. I feel like if content creators are so popular and has such a huge fan base, if they want to. They could easily influence their fan base、uh, politically. Really? Yeah, I feel like that's a possibility. You think that's a positive? That's if they、you、want to. You think that's a positive aspect, or you think that's a negative aspect? Both. Oh,、okay. I mean, depends. Obviously, yeah, I can go both <laughs> depends ways. Depends on where you stand. Yeah, but I feel I feel like that concept is is applicable for any any person of fame. I see. That's an interesting take.、Um, I completely disagree. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I think we're at a point now in regards to the social media space that、um, it's in freefall. I think、okay. I truly believe it's in freefall. I mean, it's been I think it's been that way for years because you know you had all those scientific res-、uh, those science scientific studies that say people are more depressed the more time they spend on social media.、Mm-hmm. And one of the main mainstays of social media is to get you to use as much as possible.、Mm-hmm. You know,、uh, they want you to be on there as long as you can, so that they can feed you ad- advertisements and things like that.、Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think there's been a big push in the past, maybe half a decade, five years or so, for people to just get off social media.、Okay. I mean, that's why you have things on your your smartphones now that say、uh, it's called.、Um, Digital well-being, you know,、okay. it'll tell you how, what app you're using for too long. It'll tell you to get off your smartphone or not use it, and you know, take a break or something like that,、mm-hmm. just for your own mental health as well. Because there's been studies showing that the more time you spend on social media, the worse outlook you have. Because what you see in social media isn't always reflective of real life.、Mm-hmm. People put the best things that they see, they see、yeah. or the best pictures that they put, the most modified pictures that 
that will trigger the most engagement, most likes, you know, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I think people are just tired of being the product. Social media now isn't like social media 10 years ago, mm -hmm. where it was Joe and Katie and Matt were just putting them daily mundane things that they're doing so their friends can engage with them yeah, yeah. because they're not always there. Yeah. You know, it's not about that anymore. It's about who has the most clout, who can yeah. put the, the first first big break of, of a new car that's coming out or mm -hmm. the first news article that comes out. Mm -hmm. And it's not even about... I think originally social media was built on the basis of connection. Mm -hmm. We use technology to connect people. But now it's like... Wouldn't you say... Yeah, wouldn't you say it's more like entertainment now? Oh, yeah. It's definitely more entertainment. And, I mean, you you have TikTok, yeah. obviously, Vine, things like that. Definitely for entertainment. And that's where content creation comes in as well, too. Mm -hmm. But I think there needs to be a separation between social media and content creation. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, they can ha they can intermingle, but if all can... I think you can have social media, mm -hmm. but I think content creation needs to be its own separate thing. I don't think it's a good idea to combine the two because mm -hmm. then it ultimately the content creators be the one monopolizing thing. If social media is seen as just an entertainment platform, then all you're going to have on there are content creation because, you know, you have the algorithm like, oh, hey, X number of people only watch this person. Mm -hmm. Let's just push this person's content out. And then you have like your mom and your dad, yeah. like they put stuff on there. No one ever sees except for their family. But that might actually be the point mm -hmm. is that the that I believe was the original point of social media is to foster these connections with people that you know, mm -hmm. that you do engage with. Not random 500,000 users that you don't even know on a personal level. But I think that's what everyone is aiming for mm -hmm. because of this whole aspect of monetization. Yeah. And monetization is good, and it's created a new genre of, of jobs right. and titles and things like that. But at the same time, it being in the the social media space or it being considered social media is kind of a double-edged sword. And yeah. so to speak on the future, I think it's going downhill. I mean, um, more and more people are, stopped, you know, are getting off these platforms and reconnecting with people on a personal level mm -hmm. in faith in person obviously the pandemic made things worse but you know now that people have quote unquote come to their senses yeah. phone calls are a thing text messaging is a thing you know yeah. meeting in person is a thing as well too, i feel though. the so, i feel like that's my the thought. children of our generation especially like our generation is careful about that of what to feed into the brains of the next generation so I feel like... You think so? Yeah, I do feel like they're trying to guard their children from too much exposure of, to, to like media. Because I remember people saying how they're limiting their kids to TV, right? Or limiting their kids yeah, to... Yeah, but, but how, many, how many kids have you seen around walking around with the iPad? Well, yeah, well, that's, that's already like <laughs> not... But I mean, like babies now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm curious. So how do you feel about, say, Facebook and Instagram kind of intertwined in between the two, like content creation and also social media? Because things like YouTube and TikTok, I would say it's more heavily focused on content creation, right? Yeah, definitely. For sure. You're not really socially linked to the people you know. Like when you have your YouTube account? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I consider YouTube to be a social media platform okay. anymore because it's not, it's it's with the aspect of, of monetization, 
and ads i mean clearly it's not really meant for social media because you can post videos on facebook yeah and you can post videos on or reels i guess on on instagram but Mm -hmm. um, for me i still consider instagram somewhat as a social media platform because i don't care if i get one like two likes or anything like that it's a record of what i want to put out there you Mm -hmm. know it's for my friends to see they they engage with it that's cool if they don't engage with it that's cool Mm -hmm. um and it's a record of time because i see it you know i I do a little bit photography and so that's why i engage with instagram because it's it's a record of what i've taking a picture or that day or something like it means a little bit to me it means something to me to put it out there it's not just something mundane like my first five status updates on facebook (laughs) where it it, it is in a way kind of mundane as well too but not that mundane you know it actually Mm -hmm. has some value to me because i want to um put out there that hey this is what i see today this is what i'm doing today and it's not i don't post every day as well too you know at the same time and i know that at least one friend we talked about it or asked me about it or things like that you know right, right. and it's, it's for those people who i don't interact with all the time as well too to know that hey i'm still alive mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so. so speaking of uh facebook and and whatnot i think it was like yesterday that was announced or two days ago that mark zuckerberg announced that he was firing 13 percent of his employees like meta meta employees and that's equivalent to about 11,000 people. Mm-hmm. And then like not too long ago, before that, Elon Musk fired 50% of employees on Twitter. Yep. And that's about 7,500 people. And like, okay, think about the numbers for a moment, right? Twitter, 50% is equal to 7,500 people. Mm-hmm. And then Meta, 13%. Is equal to eleven thousand people. Like holy cow, Facebook is huge. <laughs> Meta is huge. Yeah, and but like right, yeah, they're huge, but they're not too big to fail. You know, their their valuation has dropped significantly as well too. Yeah. So it's not, it's not even though they're so big, like they're bleeding money. Yeah, they're bleeding. You know, they have to fire employees. Yeah, so something is obviously on the horizon some change is coming i think with these giant social media platforms that are essentially losing people Mm -hmm. or having to cut people excuse me and you know losing valuation Mm -hmm. they're not as valuable as they were and i think that's gonna signal a shift in the social media space especially with elon musk having taken over twitter it's gonna be interesting to see what how what and how he revamps it. I mean, already he's throwing some interesting changes into, yeah, the, like, into uh, the fire. What was it? So. It was like uh, a subscription <laughs> fee or something. At first he wanted $20 per month yeah. and now it's like $8 a month. Um, yeah, to be quote-unquote verified. Right, so, right. But that was his strategies of trying to save Twitter because apparently they were losing way too much money and he couldn't back out of the deal. Yeah, but so I mean, he had to make these yeah changes. But that's that's and firing fifty percent of employees is is one of those strategies apparently. Yeah, firing fifty percent of the employees was definitely a cost saving strategy. But I don't think eight, charging eight dollars for people who want to be verified is going to be anything because currently, as it stands, um, the number of people who are actually who actually have the blue check mark on Twitter is yeah. only numbers to four hundred thirty thousand people. Okay, and those are actual celebrities politicians what have you that 
have those blue verified. And right, they're right. basing on the assumption that people, regular people, will want that that setup. So they're willing to pay $8 to yeah. be to have a blue check mark too. And I don't think that's the case. I mean, it usually doesn't work out when you just start charging people for something. Yeah. And there's no value from it. I mean, what do you get from that? I don't know if there's anything besides that blue icon. Do you feel like this move right there is the, going to be the downfall of Twitter? I, like everybody's just going to migrate to something else? I don't know. I don't use Twitter enough. I don't use it at all, actually. Um, Me neither. I have friends who do use it. And <laughs> you know what? I, <laughs> I actually did create a Twitter account for the AM Take, but I feel like taking it down <laughs> and deactivating it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, because I don't even go on there. I, I just... I, I don't know. One day I was like, oh, I must make socials for the AM Take. <laughs> And Twitter was one of them. Uh, but definitely, I feel like taking it down now. Yeah. I, I Honestly, you know, I did have a Twitter, I think, for... Uh, I had to create one for Japanese class one time. Mm-hmm. And because um, we had to post something about it. And I just... It was basically essentially like what you said. It's a bunch of, like, status updates, essentially. Yeah. And I was thinking about creating one and just literally putting what I did with my Facebook status when I had Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, hey, going to the store or eating a hot dog or I can't believe I'm doing this or, <laughs> you know, trying to finish a project. You know, stupid yeah. mundane things because I feel like that's what the platform is useful. But I, I know that a lot of people use it because it's an easy way to engage with um, people they, they like, like. A lot of celebrities use it. Yeah, a lot of celebrities use it and they use it by themselves. Some of them do have like Twitter teams and uh, things like that, but True. I think the majority of them actually tweet themselves. Yeah. You know, and that's an easy way for you to reach somebody because I've, I've used Twitter to like when, when I was traveling to the Maldives yeah. and I had, uh, when I got back, I had an issue with one of the tickets that I had originally purchased. And they said the fast for the fastest way to resolve this, DM us on Twitter. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I activated my account and like messaged them. And I mean, it literally took like five minutes for them to oh. respond and resolve the issue. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, okay. this is pretty cool. And like, I, it was weird because I messaged them and then they messaged me back. And I'm like, oh, hey, this is a real like company yeah. that I'm talking to, uh, a real person, not a robot. And I can imagine like, it, say, for example, you messages Elon Musk, right? You, you ask him a question and he responds. I mean, how cool would that be, you know? Right. Or like any number of celebrities. Sometimes they may or may not respond in kind, you know, might say something mean, but you never know. I think someone and, actually uh, at some point messaged a celebrity. It was it Nicki Minaj messaged him and saying something like, hey, I have like a 4.3 GPA. I'm a, like A plus student and I am having trouble paying my tuition. Oh, Can you pay tuition okay. for me? And she actually did. Oh wow! Okay, hmm. yeah, it sounds like yeah. uh, I, I don't remember if it was Nicki Minaj, but well, I know uh, I know it was like oh, that a brings the point. I know with Taylor Swift, somebody asked her if she can go to prom with them. Oh, and she did say yes. Wow, yeah, she did say yes. She messaged, she responded yes, and then obviously because the logistics of it, yeah. and because it's Taylor Swift, and because of high school, she obviously she didn't go, yeah. but she did like yeah, she did send them like you know her um, a bunch of stuff and things like that, and. 
pictures and stuff like that. But obviously she couldn't go because the logistics that would be crazy. Yeah. Taylor Swift out of high school, you know, it wouldn't just be the high school yeah. students, and it would be the whole town showing up. Right, so. right, right. But yeah, it's just I guess that's the draw of Twitter is that you can engage with people on a almost personal level, mm-hmm. and I guess that's probably the closest thing to a. Oh God, I don't want to say this. A human connection you can have with a person who seems out of reach. Yeah, I guess it does put them at a reachable distance. But at the same time, that goes both ways because you can provoke them the same way by saying something mean publicly and get a response that way too. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. But it goes both ways as well too. It's it's one of those weird things, I guess, Mm -hmm. especially. Because it's such a public space as well. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. I, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, you may be onto something about the shift coming soon. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be meta. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, you, you make a good point with entertainment, though. Like, the biggest platform, I think, right, is the biggest, the fastest growing platform right now is TikTok, obviously. No. And, well, what is hold on, hold on. Did you'll be you, you'll be surprised with this piece of news. Actually, I think this piece of news came out today, mm-hmm. where YouTube is monetizing shorts now, mm-hmm. and they have a hundred million in their budget between 2021 and 2022, where um, they call it YouTube Short Funds, and it's. Based on performance, and you can earn between $100 or $10,000, and it could be, I don't know what it is. They don't reveal it, of course. It's not only based on views, but uh, I think it's also in comparison to your channel. Okay. And you don't have to be a part of the YouTube uh, partner program Mm -hmm. to earn that type of money. So this might actually threaten TikTok because it seems like it's a better monetization but but Not wouldn't that true. only wouldn't that only like factor in if some if if it's an actual creator, like someone who's actually using it as their job as opposed to just a random person posting TikToks for fun? It could be anybody. It could be yeah. Anybody. That's what I'm saying. But it, I my point was that TikTok is the fastest growing platform right now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For now, is it? Well, I, I thought you because you stopped me, so I thought you had the answer. Oh oh no! I, I well this this piece <laughs> of news today. I feel like it's going to be a game changer. And I feel like TikTok is going to be, used to be the fastest growing platform, but YouTube is probably going to try to monopolize that because shorts do work. And it would yeah, be. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. But, but the thing is that, like, if you go on YouTube shorts, you still see people just reposting their TikTok. Yeah. Oh, video. oh, yeah. But the thing is, it has to be an original thing. So according to YouTube, it said like if you're reposting something and it has watermark somewhere, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So you have to post an original short. Uh, I don't know. I'm suspicious of that because you can just zoom in or zoom out a little bit and then you cut off the uh, the um, TikTok watermark. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh. You know. I, I, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And so you can pre-record videos and then upload them on TikTok and then it'll apply the watermark, but then re-upload the raw file to youtube as a short as well too so there's ways to get around that i think but yeah what my point was is that like i think it is going towards more the way of entertainment now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i just feel like nobody has an attention span to that's the whole point of tiktok and youtube shorts is that yeah, yeah. you get what a couple of seconds to go through something and yeah. it's all like short form stuff and it's yeah. all 
and everybody I know who who uses TikTok, and every time I see them use TikTok, it's just like they swipe, swipe, and laugh, and then laugh really hard, and then swipe again and laugh, and then swipe, swipe, laugh, <laughs> that's and me. swipe and laugh, <laughs> and exactly, and so that's 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 all it is. It's, it's entertainment. It's the Tinder of entertainment. Yeah. You know, you swipe if it's funny, you laugh. If you, it isn't, you, you you swipe. You see a few of the same creative, yeah. then you uh you like them or you um you add them, you follow them and things like that and then that's it i mean yeah. um you don't see people going on tiktok well you do i guess see people going on tiktok with psas and things like that but i mean that that's a whole nother aspect of it because right. i've seen a, a couple of those uh how to make a meal in like 15 seconds and they cut through like you know making a whole dish and you know that's, that's not true. the reality of it no, it's no. not it doesn't take you 15 seconds no. it, it requires prep work and things like that and so I don't know. It's a interesting topic, and I think it, it's gonna be interesting in the next few years or half a decade or or a decade to see what happens in that regard, especially with the advent of new technology and things like that. Because as much as we have new technology, we're still human beings. We still have the need to connect in some form or manner, whether it's through the internet, online, mm-hmm. phone, in person, things like that. That's true. I think fundamentally, that's still gonna be at the core, mm-hmm. but it's um gonna be how we react to it i guess with how we utilize technology to um bridge that gap i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah that's it for this week yeah so that about wraps up this episode about social media how was your experience through the years what are your thoughts on the future of social media platforms do you think social media is heading into a positive or negative direction let us know by writing to the amtake at gmail.com that's t-h-e-a-m-t-a-k-e at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be discussing life pro tips that we've come across and that we think it's worth checking out. Stay tuned for some helpful tips. Also, don't forget to subscribe and follow. See ya!